Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 94, The Harvest of Souls. We now must pass on to the harvest of souls reaped in the year 1568. It might be more decent for men to make their own silent assessment of the results achieved among those who attended the oratory than for me to vaunt about them in this history. What I will say is that as many people used to flock to the discourses as the place could possibly hold. Some record of that period is preserved in the book which Giovanni de Rossi dedicated to Philip in 1569. And it is not inappropriate to quote in my history as follows. Of all the things that impressed me at Rome last year, 1568, I was most delighted at the sight of such a crowd of pious people going every day to the oratory at the church called San Girolamo de la Carita. This remarkable form of devotion seemed to me to surpass in glory the splendor of all those ancient famous buildings, all those fine palaces of great men, all the marvels which were shown me. I was all the more pleased and impressed by seeing so many very distinguished men among people of all classes, gathering together so eagerly to listen to the private advice and sermons on religious matters, which were conducted by you, he means Philip, out of pure love for the Christian faith and their salvation. As a result of this, very often your spiritual sons developed a holy longing to set aside all things of this world and to serve God alone. Thus today they can be found in different monasteries and holy religious families where they have consecrated their whole lives to the worship of God in lifelong service, and so on. That is a quotation from his dedicatory epistle translated from Italian into Latin, which gives you an idea of what the attendance at the discourses was like, how many people came to us, and what a harvest of souls there was in those days. I know about this, not only from the epistle I have quoted, but from what people who were present at those discourses have told me. For my evidence comes from eyewitnesses who are quite reliable and trustworthy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
We have to remember that Father Galonio was writing this history, as he calls it, the history of St. Philip Neri, for several reasons. One, he was trying to encourage the canonization of St. Philip. Secondly, he wanted to give an act of homage. He wanted to tell what really had happened. He wanted to set the record straight. But in doing so, he also wanted to renew and encourage his own oratorians and to inspire people to join the oratory. And the kind of excitement, the kind of harvest that St. Philip was reaping in this year, 1568, it was very hard to keep that going. And so Galonio is writing this book 30 years later, and people may have longed for the early days of the oratorians when things were one way. And so Galonio in this passage we heard tonight is partly trying to encourage his fathers. He's trying to encourage them about what had happened in the past. And so in our own way, we can read this passage and say, well, where is this these days? Why aren't the oratorians doing the same kind of things then as they did then? Why aren't they doing them now? Well, these are good questions. And the thing that we have to pray for the most, though, is for the pure love of God to enter our hearts. Because that's what Giovanni de Rossi credited the work of the Oratorians to. That's what he gave the credit to the pure love that was in the heart of St. Philip for the Christian faith and for the salvation of others. When we have Christians, Catholic Christians, who have pure love for God, pure love for the Christian faith, and when they burn for the salvation of souls, then souls are saved then great works happen. Then many people are brought to the Lord because people in those situations are handing on to others the one they love. They're handing on Jesus Christ. And the program of the oratorians in this early stage was not first and foremost a program. The answer to trying to renew the church or trying to draw people to God is not trying to find the best program or the best system. No, the answer is love. The answer is that each one of us, instead of judging other people, must dedicate ourselves to a life of prayer and the sacraments and recollection and trying to live in the presence of God and begging God to make us lovers of himself with pure love, without this great mixture of selfish motives without the mixture of trying to seek self and self-aggrandizement and some other kind of impure thing with the love of God. No, we want to prefer him and his will to everything else. And if that is in our heart, and if that is in the heart of the various oratorians around the world, then the kinds of things that St. Philip did will be repeated. 
not in the exact same format. We don't live in 16th century Rome. No one can exactly reproduce the afternoon exercises during the siesta time. There isn't the same body of people, the same body of men at this time as there were that was then in Rome. And God raised up St. Philip to a work in a particular place at a particular time. And that's why he later on was very hesitant to want to expand to other cities because he knew that the work he had done in Rome was very local, very particular. But if we have the pure love of God in our hearts, and that's what we have to pray for. Come Holy Spirit, transform my heart. May the fire of your love burn in me. And if it does, then we will seek out the means to bringing Christ to others. And we will do very particular things for the very particular people that the Lord has put across our path. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.